Ho baby. Welcome back to the Steamers Podcast. It has been a long time coming. That's been way too long. Like we're going like this is this was going pre COVID. Actually when this ended, that's like when No, we're not starting a conspiracy, but it's been that long. Cheers. Welcome back. I'm I'm ready to do this. Alright. This is not season two, okay? So don't get your hopes up. Mm-mm. This is This is the geared special. As is that that's not a good name. I need a better name. It's just we're I wanna with the Eagles draft and the NFL draft, I wanted to talk a little bit because a lot's happened. Okay? A lot has happened. We literally we flipped the script. Before I get into that, I mean, I wanted to check in. What's going on? Like world's just changing. You gotta check what's vibing. I mean, I'm I've been vibing. Hope that's what everyone else is doing. I mean, look around. Just got back from Arizona. That was fun. Arizona's a great, great place. Like, it, when it, when you compare it to, like, Pennsylvania, you're just like, dude, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, that's just, it's a waste. It, it, it's just, like, nice weather. Go out there. You're golfing on a nice course. There's, like, desert. Nice mountains. Good views. That's another thing. I like to golf, and I, I play it a lot. But you go out there and you're playing like an expensive course. I I sucked, okay? And that's not even like saying I, like just from my personal opinion. Like I had my group that I was with telling me I sucked that bad. And I and they're, they're obviously going to listen to this because that, that's just, they're just idiots. But freak you, Reichel. Obviously, I went out with my my brother, my cousin, and one of, one of my best friends, and we just, I, I mean, it was one of those, like, you got people looking at you, you shank it into a desert, you're playing off some sand, the cactus behind you, and, and and at the end of the day, they just looked at me like, like, like dude, you like shrugged the shoulders, didn't even want to like, shake my hand, like, you, you just, you sucked. Not my best round. I mean, it happens. But I flipped the script. See, I told you I'm vibing now. Like 2021's a new vibe. Came home. And what did I do? I immediately say, that's it. I'm just that you know, that's that's the end of these clubs. And I and like I'm a tall guy. Alright. I, I went and I decided to get fitted. I'm a tall guy where you know I'm using these clubs that I've had for like Actually, I haven't had these new ones for that long. I got them at like a yard sale, but they're like they're, they're short for me. Okay, like I have to hunch down. I'm not, like my back's not gonna let me make it past 35 if I keep playing with these things. So I decided, you know what? Screw that. I'm gonna go get fitted and let that just take its course. Which I don't know if anyone's ever done that, but like obviously people have done that. But like, it's a Pretty. It tells you a lot about how you play. I mean, this guy. He looked at my irons and he thought I was, you know, I was some pro. Obviously, the you know they have like little scold marks on them, 
and I just basically had to say, nah, man, that's not me, you know, wish, See, all, all it took was to, like, see, like, the first three shots, he's like, yeah, it's not this guy, which is fair, I mean, I, I can hit the ball, decent, maybe not straight, but I, I mean, I, I, I put it out there, played a decent game, I've only been playing since I was, like, seven, but man, dude, that was a workout. That like was like a like, you go out and you play like a four hour round. You'll hit like a hundred shots, like, which that's like a Brez score, not like a my score. Like I'm I'm a little I'm a couple below that, but you, you do that over like a three and a half four hour span. I did this in an hour, so I was just wheeling and dealing shots left and right, and this dude's basically performing surgery with golf clubs on on this table, tracking where everything's going. I had no consistency except for like maybe, maybe five shots out of a hundred, and he 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 was literally like, "This is probably the longest I've ever spent with a you know like a customer trying to figure out their you know their stuff." But at the end of the day, what did Gear do? He went out and he just said, "You know, what? I'm gonna hit the screw it button." You got a new set. I'm excited, and that's dude. That's that's what it's all about. It's you know. Getting your shit together and looking forward to new experiences. Moved out, got a new place. I don't have to fear for dogs barking in the background anymore. Not that it was ever really a concern. It was just like they barked loud enough that I could hear it, but never really picked up from like the podcast. Maybe it did a couple times. I never really edited like I don't edit these that much. I just these are raw. So you know, if, if a dog barked, it, it was just kind of part of it. I didn't really just edit that part out or, like, you know, put down the sound. But shit, man, hey, that's, that, that's just, that's where we're at, you know. What, what a difference, like, a year and a half makes when you go from basically living at home, you know, recording fantasy football podcasts because... That's that's always a good idea. To you know now now Geard's on his I mean he's living with Scoop Scoop's on the other side of the wall he's being a little you know Scoop but that's that's just how she wrote. Yeah, I'm trying to you know spice it up. I don't want to just talk about sports because I'm going to get into this and this is this is not going to be pretty. It's going to be ugly. But there there are some things to talk about. Alright, so I do, I'm going to spend most of this time talking about the Eagles. We There might be a revisit to the Sixers because that's, that's coming, that's a whole different, that's a whole different story. But like, when last time I was talking on this podcast, I believe I was still supporting Carson Wentz making the rally in 2019, get us in the playoffs and gets knocked out of the playoffs and... You know, I, like there was a podcast where we had to talk about the Dolphins beating us, and they don't—they didn't even know who the hell they were at that point. But then a whole season happened, and we drafted Jalen Hurts, and I wasn't a fan at first. I can admit that, but it basically saved our asses. Think about it that way, because if we didn't have him now, oh my god, this this would be a nightmare for a draft. <clears throat> But hey, Carson's gone. 
and he's like, "Am I? Am I like my my hurt? No, it's just we. I feel, I feel like we failed as an organization just to build what we wanted for Carson because we never really had the supporting cast besides like his second year where we had too many options that we were just that good. And Yachty had a healthy wide receiving core and Ertz played the whole season. And it, I mean, we can't even get our offensive line on the field, but that's like, we still have a good team. Like I still expect us to not be a, I don't think we're going to win the division. No shot. But you can still go out and look like a good football team that's, you know, saying like, hey, next year we could have three first-round picks. We could be, you know, just one year away, one good offseason, and we're back in it. But we had to get his contract off the books. So the overall, the getting the contract out, somehow managing to get a second that hopefully turns into a first-round pick, I mean, we're going we're gonna to be vibing. That's I'm I'm all for it. New direction. I think he's gonna go to Indy and he's just gonna show us up because that's just basically what happens every time someone leaves Philadelphia. And like half of the people that went through the, like the trust the process, like they all have had their own kind of success story since they left. So I it's similar with you know Eagles players. Not all, but they're like, it's just a Philly thing. I don't know why people are gonna leave. We 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 kind of run people out of town occasionally, and this is what this is what's gonna happen. I don't I don't I don't really understand why we had to get rid of Doug. I don't get how that whole transpired because when you go from it was it was in disarray. I mean, we looked like shit. We didn't run the ball all season. I don't know why. You know, Miles Sanders had flashes where he looked great. Then when Hertz came in, the, you saw the RPO option. Like, why the hell don't we run the ball? I don't get it. So if that came down to a Doug thing, good. I mean, I I didn't think Doug was the problem. And holy crap, if Howie Roseman screws us up today, I I. I might have to pick a new team. And now I say that with like a grain of salt because I say like every three days, after, especially after like a Saturday, I'll say, you know, I'm not drinking for like two weeks. But then like maybe, maybe two days later, I like it, it that already changed course. So that like I say that when I say that I'm not going to be an Eagles fan after this, I'm expecting to just be disappointed again, you know, after the whole Justin Jefferson thing. But the, what like what are we what are we supposed to do? I, I don't know what people expect us to do. Do they just expect us to be like you know, shit? You just watch your team, pick pick people that you don't want, don't know, and watch other people excel and see how he makes you feel. So it really is a it it's just. It's a lot. It like like last year, and I liked. See, I don't know about most people, but like when it comes to me, when like the NFL, the NBA draft happened, like it's not just like a, oh that's on, like no 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 no, 
it's a oh shit what's going on like high school for the Joel and B draft I wanted Andrew Wiggins so bad I was every day in my math class I didn't I did not pay attention a lot in high school math class I'll give him that but what was I doing mock drafts and you know like three out of ten times Andrew Wiggins was a sixer and then I watched us get pick three and I went to heartbreak had may have had may have had one of my most intoxicated nights on the NBA draft that night when we took Joel Embiid because I didn't know I would that see it's one of those like what's gonna happen <laughs> and we we didn't know we just had we were just like is this gonna go on for another like five years then I went to, I went to the NBA draft in when was that the Okafor draft and made on ESPN I booed a Lithuanian and oh and I was on when we drafted JP Tokido yeah I was on ESPN for that but that was just like even the announcer because I was on for Tokido I looked like an idiot too it wasn't like one of those like you're just out there and you're like cheering no I had the rally cap on I had like my five year old Allen, not was it my Allen Iverson shirt or Iguodala shirt? They're not on the team anymore. So I was just like, "Where are we going? What, what are we taking? Our third center? Okay, this is." And then we take a guy from UNC, and I'm just, I'm just beyond disappointed because I wanted D'Angelo Russell then. But like, I this is what I'm saying. Like, I've I've invested a lot of time with drafts, and I watch mock drafts, and I watch. Uh, I like to watch, you know, some players in their college tape because I want to see what they do. And it's not like, like I'm not the, I'm not the people. I don't have inside sources. I don't know shit. But there's people out there that make mock drafts and they don't know shit. But people still somewhat care and listen to them. And they're like, oh, dude, you see that you know, Zach Wilson fell to pick six? Like, I no, like, get the hell out of here, okay? You don't know what's going to happen other than the fact that unless someone literally tweets it out, we're taking this person or vocally says it. But last year, the Eagles draft, you know, it was all remote. So, like, I'm obviously, I'm in, I'm in my basement. I got I got a fresh cold one cracked. I'm I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm hype. I'm sitting there. There's people just tweeting nonstop, CD Lamb, CD Lamb, CD Lamb. I I wanted Judy, but I was like, if we get Ceedee Lamb, that's that's a home run. And the whole time, I'm like, is there anyone I'm not selling myself on? And the only one I didn't really like was Mims. Rager was like, oh, you know, Rager Rager's got some good traits, but I mean, Justin Jefferson was a big school, you know, LSU winning the championship. <clears throat> but then you look at like. Ayuk and he looked good and I mean it was really you couldn't miss and I don't think we did I don't I I still think Rager's got potential but I mean last year that was just the epitome and I mean the absolute epitome 
of pain. You watch not only not only do you watch the Cowboys take the guy you wanted, but then it came to us and we're sitting there and we're like, this is it. We're all taking we're taking Justin Jefferson. There's no doubt. The Vikings thought it. We thought it. I was like, you know what? Okay, like we got we're still getting our receiver. Not disappointed. Whatever. What happens? Boom. Rager. Again, I was like, all right, we took a receiver. But why didn't we just take the guy that we should have taken? Like well, it was I feel like that was just, you know, you gotta just you just gotta do it sometimes, alright? Don't overthink it. Howie, don't know what you're thinking. But you weren't thinking straight that day. Or maybe you were. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just spitting shit right now. No one knows. Okay? It's only it's only been a year. Justin Jefferson broke the rookie record. Alright, you know what? No, I'm not spitting that is literally a fact like it it can literally almost be deemed like he he might have missed, like he, he he he. It's probably almost like yeah he missed. So now we gotta go. Now we gotta do this all over again today. <clears throat> and I mean, to be fair, when we when we traded, I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Because it was the same day that the 49ers traded up. And then the Dolphins made the second trade. But. What? Like. My first reaction was like. Why? Like why would you do this? Like what do you. There's going to be a sure thing there at six. Between. Potentially Jamar Chase. Because when the 49ers traded up. You're like. That's another quarterback going in the top top four. Guaranteed. You're like. Alright. Jamar Chase. Kyle Pitts is getting a lot of eyes, like, and worse comes to worse, you like, there's going to be some defensive studs there. You can get either one of the corners or certain, and then people, even people were mock drafting Mac Jones, and I'm like, are you, are you, have you lost your mind? I haven't, and I'm not taking Mac Jones at six, so literally go punt yourself. But, it, so then obviously you see we get the pick, and. Now you're like, well, now they're stacking up for next year, and which is good because this year is going to be kind of tough. And the one reason I say that is because I think Washington's kind of got it in the bag. Everyone, a lot of people are going to pick the Cowboys, but Washington's got probably one of the meanest defenses we're going to see next year. And I don't think a lot of teams can really match up to them in our division. The Giants, I mean, they remain to be seen. The They made a couple big signings. The Cowboys, I, you know they're going to disappoint again, so I'm not worried about that. And then us, god damn it, it's just going to be another year. <laughs> but, I mean, treat it as a development year. Find out who's legit. Find out who's got to go. I mean, we got some expiring contracts, old older players that we kind of have to make decisions on. <clears throat> so... Three first-round picks, potentially. It's a good way to say we can make it back. And we will. According to Nick, he thinks Jalen Hurts, he's he's the, he's the guy. I think he's got a chance to be the guy. All right. 
So I said I was going to do some drafts. And you know what? You know what I really hate? This, like, this, this, I, why does everyone and their sister think they can just make a mock draft and, well, greed, you're making, yeah, I know I am. But guess what? NFL's got random ass people that no one gives a flying rat's ass about. And when I say that is, they put them, occasionally put them on the air like three times a year, and you see them, and one of those times is for the draft, and you're like, no one wants to watch this, okay? It's just like, you wonder why sometimes ratings go down, and sometimes you just gotta look at the camera and say, that is why. So, like, this is where, I mean, I like... (laughs) I think it's funny when I see Mel Kuyper and it, like the forehead's just glaring at you on the screen and he looks he looks like someone like ate his lunch or some shit. Like he just looks pissed. Like that's I, I live for that. I like that's a draft memory. But then you got like like this is like Bucky Brooks time to shine. Or like or or he I don't even that's not who I'm like referring to when I say like this is where these random people like there's this there's you ever just have that, like, you can't like this person when you see him on TV. You just can't. There's nothing they can do. There's no going back. It's just, like, dead set in stone. You see him on TV, and you're like, this dude, he's just not it. This this is, this is guy's got to get out of here. You just get out. That, that guy is literally Charlie Casserly. You don't know who he is? Good. Don't figure it out. Don't even look at it. Just know he's some old dude. Can't it doesn't look like he sees straight. I don't think he sees what he's writing down. I think he's just going out there throwing haymakers on a piece of paper and saying someone type this shit. Because I swear, he just he drives me nuts. That's all it is. I don't know why. But deep down, I can't I can't deal with this guy. You just occasionally you run into some some thing that comes up and you're just like, I can't deal with that. That is Charlie Casserly. Not worth my time. Not worth any airtime whatsoever. And I really could not be more emphatic about that. It's just, just like, really NFL? Come on, like you, you, like one of the biggest you know industries, like for sports, you get a lot of crap ton of viewership watching the Super Bowl. Like everyone knows, everyone wants to wants to see what the NFL is doing, and then you, you like your your marketing team. Like this is what you're you're putting out. Uh, come on. So it's just, it's just like I don't know. I just I feel like when it comes down to it, people when when we put these people on TV, we gotta just be like, this is why they're on TV. They gotta have that you know that factor. Charlie's missing it. No more Charlie Castle. Get out! Get out of my! Get out of my head. No rent. All right. So I said, you know, any any person or sister or whatever can they can make a mock draft. And the word the like the thing is that there's all these reports that come out and all this stuff like. How he's how he's not committing to Jalen to start. That's such just you know what that is. That's literally like, well, if there's a QB there at twelve, guess what, guys, we're taking him. 
It's just, it's like, it's, it's a smokescreen. Like, he just wants someone to come up and make a deal. Like, yeah, that's just how he is. He's like, he's like, <laughs> you want to you make a trade? <laughs> Quarterbacks. That's, that's, that's how he, okay? We're not taking a quarterback. No shot. There's too many good skill players where we're at, and he realized that there's probably going to be three or four quarterbacks that go in the top five, which he made a smart move to move back, and then he kept that, you know, we're not, we're not completely out of the quarterback conversation. So, when you actually look at it, I mean, it, it really, if we start at the top, okay, I'm just going to go through, like, the top 12 and see how it plays out for us. Because realistically, there's going to be some disappointment today. But I'm just hoping it's not as bad as I like think. Like I, I, I'm just trying to prepare. Like set the bar low. Get something that you're okay with. But it's not a fuck up. And then we have to just live with And then Friday we got to listen to all the people rant about it. Like let's just prepare that it's not going to go our way. And this is the consequence. So, obviously, I think everyone in the world knows that Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. Which, no, like, that reminds me. Because this is the most bizarre thing. I just said everyone in the world knows that Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one. Ogre, my brother Ogre calls me, I can't even describe how often. And when I say it's just rambles and shambles and just about every piece of nonsense you could put together on a phone call that's what that is there's never any sense to it there's never a point you never walk away and say holy crap I can't believe Uger called me today you're just like what kind of take is he gonna throw at me and this is what he threw at me the other day dude what do you think uh what do you think if the uh Jacksonville Jaguars trade out at number one down to like three, and then they try to get Zach Wilson with some more assets. It was all, it's like instantaneous. Like you want to, instantaneous. You want to hang up the phone. Like you just want to say, nope, I'm not even entertaining it. Because can we ever name, like when was the last time there was probably the most surefire quarterback prospect to come out, and you're just like, then you have then there's that person that's like, well, there, here's the other side to it. What if you do this? Like, what does Trevor Lawrence or what did he have to do in college for you to be like, you got like th- like that you would want to question not taking him number one? Like he's got the size. He went and won a championship. He probably me and Jacob even agreed he probably could have left. Like he would have been the number one pick if he left last year. Like he did it all. There's nothing he could have done more. I, in my opinion, like I, I saw it all. So it's just it's to me that's just an easy decision. I don't I, like I don't I don't think it gets any easier. Especially since you really don't cuz now you're going to get to the Jets and I know me and like we've discussed, you know, the Sam Darnold thing where they traded Sam Darnold. Um so we're going to pick two with the Jets and they're going to take Zach uh, everyone's saying they're taking Zach Wilson. Where, cool. I mean, you're getting a new quarterback. But I mean, 
this, like this is the the scenario where I would have said, oh yeah, ogre. This is the per- like the team that should have probably traded down like two or three spots, and they probably could have got another asset or two because they're they're really thin on depth. So taking another quarterback's not really helping the team unless this dude they ha- like you have to think this dude's like the Mahomes of the draft, which his skill set sure, but I mean what like what do you? He he went to BYU like and he struggled against good teams. He's like, do you think he's just gonna come in and make the? I I hope he does like because it would be it would be nice to see that the Jets would contend for once. Like it's been like fifteen years or whenever the Sanchez era was. But I'm not saying he's a bad prospect. I'm just saying he wouldn't be the guy I would want, and I wouldn't be taking him at two. But everyone's saying he's going at two, so. If, if they really wanted a winning quarterback and they wanted to try to get assets, I think they should have traded this. Take Fields and go from there. Because I think I think Fields is in a, a winning now mode. I think he showed a lot more in college than Wilson. And I think you're just going off of what Wilson could do on a football field versus what he has done, which is just, I don't think you can really do that all the time. All right, pick three. Probably like the weirdest, one of the weirdest picks we'll see all night, which is basically you're taking Mac Jones or Trey Lance, and I better take Trey Lance. I don't know why you would trade up to take Mac Jones when you probably could have not traded that far up to take Mac Jones. So... I think Trey Lance has all the skills to be the transcendent quarterback, but he needs time. I don't think he's going to come in year one and be the guy. That's why they have Garoppolo, so it's a good system. All right, four. Everyone was talking that the Eagles were getting Kyle Pitts. I don't. I kept thinking that the first four picks were going to be quarterbacks, but I mean, if Kyle, Kyle Pitts is going to go, he, he's too freakish. Like it's just like he's he's too fast, and I don't. There's no shot he like these like these next two teams can pass on him because he can literally be just about anything on a football field. So he's not. It's just going to be an, another talent. And if they trade Julio, I mean, depends what they get for him. But at least they would have someone to fill in. Bengals. I think that this is. I almost want to put money out that they take Penny Sewell because everyone's saying that they're taking Jamar Chase. It wouldn't make sense. I, I, who the, If you watched an ounce of football last year and you watched Joe Burrow, the dude almost died. Like, his leg snapped. He got There was, like, three videos on Twitter where he literally got, this, like, absolutely crushed, like, blindsided, and... They just did, they literally didn't pick up the option for one of their tackles, so like it's I think it's Jonah Williams, but they're gonna need a alignment. I mean, if if literally if they can't keep Burrow on the field, they're just gonna suck. So I don't I don't know where or why people think they're taking a wide receiver. I think that that is just a lock that to be Sewell. Pick six is going to be no doubt be Jamar Chase because that is who we should have taken and we could have taken if we just didn't trade with the Dolphins. 
because everyone knows that he's probably going to be a lock to be just a star receiver. I think he's he would even debatably be the number one receiver in last year's draft class, even with Justin Jefferson, how good he was. All right, pick seven. This is this is a hard one because if the 49ers for some reason take Mac Jones, I think that the the Lions have to take Trey Lance because I don't know how you're gonna live with golf for this long. But he's not a bad option for now. But like if you it's another team that's like we can develop him and then keep building the roster. Their whole roster is being flipped over. Um but I assume they take Trey Lance. So I don't think the Eagles are getting Jalen Waddle. And I think they're I think this is the team that takes Jalen Waddle. So I think Jalen Waddle's going seven. Which Brings me to eight. Panthers getting Sam Darnold. All right, new start. New start for Sammy Slammers. Speaking of Slammer. Um, yeah, they have a lot of options here. I think they should really just... They should take Micah Parsons or... I mean... It's it's tough because you can never go wrong taking offensive line, especially after last year with like the Browns, the Bucks, um, the Jets took back to like every all the offensive linemen were last year were so good that their value is just tremendous. Like it, it, if your line stays healthy, your quarterback's gonna have time. They're gonna it's just you're gonna see production, and that could be the case with with Donald and McCaffrey. You already have a good decent offense set up. So, if I'm them, I personally would take Micah Parsons, but uh, this is definitely a pick that might be traded. I'm actually thinking that, um, as I told to people, I'm predicting they trade, and I think that this is where Justin Fields goes, and he goes to New England. So, boom. Number eight, Fields. New England, trade. Hot take. Number nine. All right. See, this is where, like, if the if there's a quarterback available at nine for the Broncos, I know they just traded for, actually, now that they traded for Teddy, they're probably going to take the best position player. I think they're going to take a corner now. I think they actually are up ahead and they take Sertain. And... Or they take either Sertain or they take Slater. I'm going to say they take Sertain, though. I think they take a corner. Because they have a really young offense. I think that basically the trade for Teddy is, if Drew Locke's not the answer this year, we'll go with Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. And their offense has a lot of weapons that are young. So, 10. Um, I'm going to say this is Patrick Sertain. Uh, wait, did I just say that was nine? Oh, wait, that was, I said that was nine. I was going to say that they, if the cow, if he's available for the Cowboys, they're taking certain. But so I'm going to say this is J.C. Horn. So that's eleven. Oh, that was ten. Eleven. The Giants. This is. I think this is Rashawn Slater. Which I mean, they they seriously like. If Mac Jones is here, I actually like just add another Jones to the roster. Like that, that would be smart. No, I think that they should just take another because if you've ever seen their offense and what Saquon has to do to run the ball, it's literally insane. Like, go get a lineman, start building. Like they already added Galladay. They had they don't need a receiver. 
Uh, they have a good tight end. Like, go get a lineman. Try to get your offense running the ball again. And I mean, Giants and Cowboys, these are big picks. And you also got to think about it from the Giants' perspective. I mean, you're going against the Washington front four, which is Sweat, Chase Young. Like, it's it's not going to be pretty. You can't really not have an offensive line for them. All right. Finally, here we are. This is what this is. This is it. Okay. I I am thinking. I know I said J.C. Horn. Like this is. I think I. I know I said he's gonna go, but I also had a weird like draft that breaks down. I like because I've been changing my expectation. I think we're gonna get a player in the category of J.C. Horn if he's available. So that is the guy I think we end up with, even though I said he's going to go. I think that somehow, like, it's either we get, like, a J.C. Horn. I don't, like, Michael Parsons is going to be there or he's going to go. And if Michael Parsons is there, we're going to pass on him because that's who I want the most. I really want to take Michael Parsons. Surefire, like, that's that's what I want. Um, A lot of people are starting to say Devonta Smith. I would... I think that that would make up for last year. I think people would be happy with that. Uh, I don't know exactly if that's what we should do, but I would think that we do take... Or it's going to be Quiddy Pay. I mean, it, dude, I don't hate Quiddy Pay. I'm just saying if Parsons is there and we pass on him, I'm going. it's going to be like, dude, come on. I think Parsons is the best defensive player in this draft. And knowing the Cowboys, I don't think they're the team that takes him. I know Sean Lee retired, but they still have Jalen Smith and Vander Esch. And then the Giants could take him. But I still think that they're dedicated to offensive line. The Broncos, now that they traded for a quarterback, is kind of, like I said, that's the that's the, that's the team that's like up in the air. Um, they could take Parsons. Um it, it's just, it's going to be a shit show. I just really think that if Devonta Smith is the best player there, if the corners are gone, Devonta Smith's there, Parsons gone, you got to take Devonta Smith. Ideally, if Parsons is there, you take him. And I really, really want Rashad Bateman. Like, I think that he's going to be a stud. But there's just, I mean... You're not getting. I don't know if we're getting him at 37. That's just that's that's like the best thing. I like 37 is already screaming the how he trades it. No doubt, he's just gonna be like, well, well, the one guy I thought would fall to us didn't fall, so I'm gonna trade back 10 picks and he's. Uh, I feel like that that pick is just is just up for a, a trade down, like five, after seeing who goes, which I really don't. I like I. It's tough. I hope that they walk away with a receiver within the first two rounds. Hopefully, within the first two picks at thirty-seven or twelve. But I like you got to fill a need. I, we just, I think our biggest need is getting a defensive, young defensive player. Like our 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 defense is so old. It's literally, let's think about it. Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. You have Javon Hargrave is probably your youngest, best defensive player. Um. We got Josh Sweat and um, Derek Barnett, but they're like, you know, 
your linebacking crew, you, you sign Eric Wilson, and that's what else, we have nothing else. And then you got Darius Slay, Ronnie McLeod, so like, and Kayvon Wallace, who's probably going to be a starter. Like, we need need that guy. Like, you need we need something that says like this is their defense. This is going to be their defense. So hopefully it turns out, you know, we get either Smith, Parsons. Um, I, I, I'm, I've set the bar. See, that's what I want. I keep saying that's what I want. Remember I said earlier, you got to set the bar low. I'm not huge on J.C. Horn, not huge on Quiddy Pay. I think they're decent. I think they're going to be decent players, but I think the other two have way better chance of being your, you know, your next level player. So that's where I'm standing. I I really hope that we don't miss here, but I'm assuming we're going to take the guy that I don't want, that I'm not ecstatic about. So if he's available, it's going to be J.C. Horn. If it's not J.C. Horn, it's probably going to be Quiddy Pay, and I'm just going to have to drink through it because that's how we get through these. Some people don't care. Some people are just like, who gives a shit? I just wasted 40 Two minutes talking about shit that people don't care about. But you know what? There's a difference. Alright? Gonna watch the Eagles next year. They're gonna suck and I'm just gonna have to deal with it. That's just how she wrote. That's how it goes. It's that's all it is. Alright, I'm not gonna finish this whole draft because who I mean after they pick at twelve, I mean, let's be real though. Like you're gonna watch. Some people watch it. I'm gonna watch it. But once they pick at twelve, like your whole everything changes. Like we're gonna be talking about who who they who they get. Ninety seven five is probably gonna tweet. Oh, we're already discussing it, dude. Cool. You know what? Go ahead. All right. I think that wraps up the geared special. The geared draft special. This is the first episode of Non-Steamer Season 1. Enjoy the draft, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace.